So, uh, not too often I do two posts in a single day, but here we are. I read over a friend's first draft, well, zero draft of a story. It's, it's the roughest of rough drafts. It's great. And he said what he wanted me to look over and tell him about was whether everybody's character motivations made sense and if the plot made sense. I'm not going to talk about whether it does or not. Uh, overall, to say uh, it definitely improves as he engages with the characters. But it got me thinking about character motive contrasts. I, I'm, I'm going to come out and say it, and then I'm going to give you a few examples. Somebody's good traits don't interest me so much as their contrast with their bad traits. Now, uh, here's what I mean. Let's say I have a character who's willing to give up his future ambitions to raise a child. Okay, that's great. But unless I see how deep his future ambitions are or how personally he helped them, him giving them up doesn't mean a whole lot to me. A guy who'll just give things up for his, you know, give things up for people. And it's kind of dog-like, and it's not that interesting. A dog will just love you because you're a dog. A dog will love you because he's a dog. But imagine instead if this guy who suddenly gets this nephew dumped on his lap and, hey, please raise this kid. Imagine if he's preparing for retirement. He's going to go live in the Mediterranean, and he's got it all planned out. He's got just a few more details to close on the house, and then all of a sudden he gets a letter and two boys, and it says, please, they are in danger. I'm probably already dead. Uh, help. You know, thanks, Mom. If that man didn't have any other plans, like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just do this next. But if instead you could see him planning everything, preparing everything, getting worked up, telling all of his friends, all his friends excited for him, and then his nephews arrive at his doorstep, he looks at them and he goes, all right, cancel the plans. I'm staying here to raise a couple boys. That, to me, really strikes me as, that's a depth I didn't know this guy had. I'll even bring it a little bit closer to home. I work in a warehouse. I've worked in warehouses for so many years. And you might think, looking at me, that I'm a pretty patient guy, pretty easygoing, easy to get along with, works well with people, very patient. I probably said that already. But if you knew that... I feel like I am 10 times the worker of anybody else out there. And I am so bored with my job that I spend a lot of time thinking about writing and story tropes and videos to record. And if you knew that I thought that most all of my co-workers are half lazy and as disobedient as they can get away with, and if you knew that I was frustrated coming into work every day and feeling like it's going to be a crapshoot, whether I'll be bored to tears or overworked, well, me taking a deep breath, 
clenching my fist once and then relaxing my hand before saying, all right, let's go over the computer instructions again as patiently as I can several times a day with a single person without raising a complaint even to my wife at home. That, I think that would mean more than if I were just, oh, yeah, the smilesy, helpful guy who has nothing else but smilesy and helpfulness. But if I'm actually fighting against a worse nature to be a better person, I'd like to think that that makes my goodness more interesting. You know, the fact that I would jump at an opportunity to have not a better paying job, but a more interesting job. I would think that that means something more if I'm, you know, my patience and goodness and forbearance with a job means a lot more if you know how impatient and ambitious and frustrated I am inside. So that's something, to, something that I've noticed in a lot of my favorite literature characters is, especially the good ones, is knowing that their goodness is not innate and coming out of a good place in their heart. It's something that they have to fight for. So, I'll finish with a final example. Um, this one, it's not actually an example of goodness. It's an example of badness. Uh, in the movie Hook, the first that we actually see of our titular character, James Hook, he comes out and Smee says to him, gentlemen, you know, the men love you, Captain. And he turns to Smee and sneers and says the puling spawn, how I despise them. Then he turns to the men, all smiles and hello, hello, good morning, all. And the fact that he said, like, not even a half a second before that, I despise these guys. I think that make, <laughs> it made him more fun, more charismatic. Because all of a sudden you see inside of him, and it's not that he's you know, all bent in on being Irish, he was way above all this. And I think that's one of the things that makes him interesting. So, uh, those are some thoughts about contrasting character traits. Like, they don't have to be competing, necessarily, but things to think about. Uh, you don't have to make your good guys awful, you don't have to make your bad guys heroic. Just give us a nice contrast to better appreciate it. Uh, that's it. Go take something old, make something new. Bye.